When I think of transformation, I think of aligning with nature. Yesterday we talked about patience and aligning with the pace of change. And now thinking about how do we personally change? We all have different seasons and it's a little trickier to identify than it is in the natural cycle of the earth. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. But just as we align with the season of the earth, right? Maybe eating the vegetation or fruits that are in season, our personal transformations also have these seasons and what may have worked well, maybe in the season of the pandemic or COVID, now being in the post-COVID-ish era. <laughs> Aligning with what is this season and how do I surrender to the pace of change? And how do I align with this transformation? Because this season won't look like last season, right? And I think if you're feeling a lot of this energy that's been around over the last month or so, tapping into, okay, how can I let go of the old things that I identified with that were my grounding forces or my go-tos in creative inspiration and be here right now with eyes wide open, clear lens to be available to what is necessary for this season. How do I let go? Some of you were saying of all the things that aren't serving me, these old habits, but not just the habits themselves, your process and become present with what's coming in, what life is calling you to. I feel like much of it has to do with pure surrender and presence, really being with this moment, being in your body and feeling the pull of your heart. What are you drawn towards? I think for many of us, it's it might just be sitting with yourself a bit more than you usually do, not projecting outward, but Tending right here to your own heart space and staying with maybe the uncomfortable feeling of that transition of the breaking of the shell or breaking through the shell into this present moment. I think I'll share a little bit about my journey recently of three years ago, I was married. I was living in New York. This was before the pandemic. And at the beginning of 2020, I already felt this pull to lean more into what I'm doing now. I've always had a very rich spiritual life, strong meditation practice, but I wasn't in the public space in this way. I was primarily a musician and a songwriter in the public space. But I knew a season like this was coming. And I didn't know exactly what that would entail. And slowly I, I began to surrender and 
things that were unhealthy in my marriage were exposed, I think, more rapidly, as I think a lot of things were for the collective during COVID. And so, had a separation. I went to do some deep healing worth work, stayed with some friends for a while, went and revisited my roots, my family, my parents. And then my heart was just calling me to travel, be a nomad, be a minimalist. And I wanted to create a nature and surrender to the energy flow that was happening. And it was this surrender experiment, um, very akin to, I don't know if you've actually read the book called Surrender Experiment by Mickey Singer, where he went on his own journey of surrendering to the flow of life in every moment. It was very powerful reading and a very powerful story where he as a young 20-something intellectual college professor began to surrender more and would travel across the country. And I was inspired by that. Not only inspired, but called to that, more importantly. And it led me to the West Coast. I learned, or excuse me, the East Coast first. And I gardened on a farm for a while and learned how to garden. And then I went up to Maine and stayed for several months exploring the Bold Coast and finding recondite beaches. And I found myself one Sunday morning, as the sun rose, out on a rocky beach in Maine. No one was there. I felt inspired to play, so I would just play my guitar and record music. And I never felt happier. Then I started recording poetry over these things that were intuitive, channeled pieces, and other messages and affirmations began to form. And over time, I realized I was finding my own voice with all of my gifts, all the things I was connected to. Because I think what's tricky with transformation is that many of us are looking for direction from things outside of us. We're looking for, oh, am I like this person? Should I be doing what they're doing? I kind of like what they're doing. And it's good to be able to admire and celebrate that joy and that passion within. But ultimately, the unique amalgamation of gifts, perspectives, and delivery, the way that moves through you, is yours. And it takes a certain level of surrender and connecting to this present moment to be able to access it and offer it to yourself first, but then to the collective. Because I feel one of the biggest issues with our society at this moment is that we're all a big cut, copy, and paste. <laughs> of models that were provided to us by a hierarchy that doesn't resonate with who we are on a soul level. So one of the advantages of the internet and social media in this day and age is that I can be here in a remote location in my camper in the country and connect with you all, right? We have access to a, a broader community beyond the local physical space. So we can share these ideas, we can share our creations. And as I began to share more and more, I found my tribe. I found people who resonated with what I was offering, who I am and how 
I share. And what was very loud intuitively for me for a long time was, it's about the space you hold. It's about your energy. So every time before I come online, I do a strong meta-loving-kindness practice, a, a, a deep, compassionate, loving-kindness practice for everyone, the entire world, all of the beings. Open my heart as big as I am able to in that moment. And I set the intention to be a conduit, a conduit for grounding, healing, and transformation. This is my mission. But that gave me the space to do that, whether I'm talking to you or I'm playing music or sharing poetry or guiding a meditation. But in each moment, it was an act of surrender. Surrender to my inspiration, surrender to self-trust, right? Healing old wounds of self-degradation and hurt and people-pleasing, but standing in my authentic nature. Because it's not about what you do or don't do. It's about the energy with which you do it. And many of us are unconscious to that space. And we're so focused on the action, we've lost sight of the intention. Many of us are doing the right action with the intention just to get validated, or to be seen, or avoid shame, or being shunned from the group. But going back to this piece of taking that time alone, taking that time to connect to your heart space, to get in the proper headspace, to know how to honor what's in alignment for you in this season. So that first summer, I went to the East Coast, had this beautiful, beautiful experience. I was excited and I almost like bought some land in Maine because I loved it so much. But cooler heads prevailed and I returned back to um, Texas to stay with family for the holiday seasons. But then during that window, I planned another desire I had for the next summer was to travel the country playing intimate shows and and creating mindful experiences. So it was part music, it was part poetry, it was part meditation, it was part interactive. And being able to do that along the West Coast. So I went to um, California, Oregon, and Washington State and did that for the summer. And then took a pause in Washington State for about a month, exploring the enchantments, hiking mountains, exploring the woods, boondocking in the countryside alone, and having so many profound surrenderings and so many beautiful souls I was meeting along the way. And so many profound connections I was making online with all of you and so many more. And along the way, receiving a beautiful validation from all of you saying, oh, I, this was the thing I didn't know I needed. And as I'm reading your messages, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> you know, before 2020, I didn't think it was possible to be able to still be musical, to share my spirituality and, and mindfulness practices, share poetry, or even to be able to come online and just be myself. Right, most of the people you see on online have very large personalities, loud voices, um, higher energy as far as the, the, the rate of their speech. And the more I honored myself, the more I leaned into it, the people who resonated with who I am found me. 
And I didn't have to, didn't have to acquiesce to something I wasn't. And neither do you. So whatever you're transforming into in this season of your journey, allow it to happen, trust it, and know that it's not gonna look like anything else you've ever seen. And maybe that's part of the reason you're here. Belonging to the group is beautiful, but belonging is also acceptance. Someone mentioned earlier accepting our differences. So can you accept your differences? Can you accept the way that you are different from every other human on this planet? And accept it in a way where you can show up in a space where you're the only one doing what you're doing, thinking how you're thinking, being how you're being. And it feels good. <laughs> it feels so good. It feels empowering to be able to stand in a space as your authentic self and not need this person or that person or even that person over there you admire for their accomplishments and how they've impacted the world. You don't need any of them to give you any approval or validation because you finally see you. You finally embody your magnificence in a way that it doesn't need that validation. And this is a tightrope to walk, right? Because some may hear this and interpret it as arrogance. But it's not arrogance. It's recognizing the, the equality of every life. Every life is valuable. Every soul is valuable. Every soul is unique. Every soul is here for its own unique purpose. And often it gets stifled out for people with limited vision because we've surrendered our power to them. We've surrendered our permission to them. We've surrendered our direction to people who are misguided in their own lives. Just because we have low self-esteem or in a moment of hurt or confusion. So I challenge you to go inward. Sit with yourself during the season of transformation. Sit with that discomfort. Learn from it. Acknowledge what it's trying to teach you. And maybe it's as simple as what has been can be no longer. 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 Right? And so even as the last few years have been very nomadic, this year I'm feeling a slowdown because another part of that vision of that dream was to find a space on my own, some land, settle down there for a while, build a home, a very minimalist, mindful space, and write and create and connect more deeply. And so in this season, I know that that is what I'm transitioning into. And I also know that surrender is an everyday practice because each day is new and you may know what you're bringing, but you don't know what life is bringing. You'll never know that. 
whether you're seeing a very familiar circle or a very familiar group or going to a very familiar workplace, the energy of the collective will always vary. So can you be present with the self, tend to the self, be aware enough to what your intuition, what your guides, what your God, what your faith is bringing in? And also be present to what the collective is bringing in, to know what is right for you, to stand in what is right for you in that moment. And what's been my sustenance, what's been my sustainer, is just meditation. And I don't just mean sitting in full lotus quietly under a tree. <laughs> I just mean attention with intention, attention with intention, attention with intention. Attention, self-regulating your attention, right? Where are my thoughts going? So often we are unconsciously guided to old patterns of thinking, right? What has been can be no longer. Worry, doubt, fear, anxiety, self-judgment, and then with the intention, right, to maintain a disposition of curiosity, openness, acceptance, and love. Can I be a part of this experience but not attached to this experience? Can I desire that outcome but not be attached or expectant of that outcome? Can I recognize the truth that in each moment everything is being co-created? Myself, the divine, God, the universe, whatever name you give it, Gaia, and each and every other person Right? Each and every one of you in this live right now. We're all co-creating this moment. I may be on the screen, but your energy is also here. Your words are also here. Your presence, maybe sitting silently listening to this as you prepare for your day, is also here. And it's holding space. It's having an impact. And so often we forget that. Which is a big part of why <laughs> in this season, right, the beginning of this year, created the Beautiful Souls online community. We meditate every morning, developing a practice of inward seeking, of mindfulness, of being present enough to be able to engage in a way that we understand clearly, I'm just a piece of this larger construct. And what is happening around me doesn't dictate what happens within me. Many of us believe that, oh, if that happens, I have to feel a certain way. If this happens, I have to feel a certain way. You could. It's an option. And that's really a bit of a spotlight on where you've gone unconscious. You've, you've lost conscious contact with that piece of yourself. So I implore you to tap into a practice of meditation, whether that's journaling, whether that's walking meditation, whether that's a micro-meditation, taking a moment with your tea in the morning or your coffee or as you're brushing your teeth to tap in and connect and ask, what do I need to know today? Tap into your soul's identity. Who am I? And what is your soul's intention for today? Because every day is new. Every day needs something a little different while you still carry your broader intentions for this season or the next month or year, whatever interval that resonates. And for me, stepping into this season of change is about being present with the process, patient with the process, and allow myself to also be processed. <laughs> Let life touch you. 
Let life shape you. Let life mold you as well. Don't resist. Maybe asking the question, how would life be more easeful and pleasurable and joyful during this moment of transition if I surrendered? How can life be more enjoyable in this moment of transition and surrender, right? So this is something that I'm deeply passionate about, something I'm excited to share. And it's a part of the meditation that we'll be doing this morning. It's deep surrendering in moments of transformation, in moments of discomfort, and aligning with that change. So if you want to be a part of it, we're going to do it in about a half hour. I got so into this conversation, almost lost track of time because I've never felt more aligned than when I get to do this work, when I get to share with you in all these ways, when I get to be the full embodiment of who I am without stifling it or having to change it for anyone. So if you would like to join us, um, about 25 minutes, uh, we're doing a meditation at 7.30. And I do this every morning live for half an hour. We have a little bit of a talk and then about a 20, 25 minute meditation practice. But it's grounding. It helps keeps you anchored. And the support of the community is so wonderful. Because I think that's what many of us lack when you're in that stage of still needing that validation or that support from outside of you, but you have the wrong kind of people around you that don't know how to hold space. They might be wonderful people, but they don't know how to hold space for your process. Um, so if you're interested, I encourage you to sign up. And if that doesn't resonate, then I encourage you to do your own practice that does res resonate. That helps keep you focused on where your heart, where your guidance, where your God, or whatever it may be, is pulling you into in this season. Um, so that's a bit about my story. I had no idea we were going to be talking about this this morning. But um, someone's asking, how do I sign up? So if you want to join, go to asoulcalledjoel.com. And then it's the first one in the link tree. Join the Beautiful Souls Online community. And then when you get there, actually this month uh, for mental health awareness, it's you get the half off the first two months. So it's like, what, 50 cents a day or something like that for a meditation, plus the additional hour on Saturdays to actually share with group coaching and sound baths. And we did an anger workshop last weekend and we do a, monk, a workshop every month so if any of that resonates, head over to soulcalledjoel.com, sign up, and I hope to see you there. You should have enough time to get into that morning practice with us. And if not, I hope that these words resonate with you in a way where you have to lean into your transformation and this helps you align in just the way you need. Hmm. I love you all. I can feel your energy and your light and you're so beautiful. And I hope you know that. I hope you embody that well. Um.
asking me to save this live. Okay. Yeah, I'll be saving this. And if you want to see, I guess, a lot of you asking me to save my lives, what I'm going to start doing is a lot of these will be on my YouTube channel. So definitely go on my YouTube. There's hundreds of old lives over the last few years from me playing in random fields across the world, across the U.S., to having conversations like this and doing a bit of everything in between to guided journaling sessions. My Rise Journal is an excellent practice for this kind of a season to dive in with deep questions. Um, but there's so much that life is calling us to. And I hope that you align with your heart, with your faith in a way that allows you to receive it and allow yourself to be changed by it. But um, I'm gonna go because I need to prepare for that meditation now. So be well, beautiful souls. Have a wonderful day. And I'll see you soon. Much love and light. Peace.